Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, hello, everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is another Daily Dose of Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So I, I had an interesting experience. I was, you know, making some coffee and I heated up the water and I reached into the fridge to get out milk because I do, you know, love my coffee and milk. And I was pouring it into the cup when I realized what I was holding wasn't milk, but orange mango juice. And I stopped and my first instinct was to throw it out. And I decided, well, why don't I give it a try? It was interesting. It was an interesting taste, but I found it wasn't a bad taste. And after a couple of sips, I thought, well, I'll just finish the cup. And um, it was <laughs> it was different. And I realized that, oh, okay, I can I can live with that. And you know, it, it might even be pleasurable. So I, I tell you that to tell you this, that sometimes what we judge ourselves to be, you know, something that is a mistake or something that's wrong may end up actually being not as bad as we thought. And that relates to the discussion we're going to have today, which is how as empaths, we have a tendency to be afraid to say what we really feel because we're connected to that other person, you know, and, and we resonate with them. So it goes against the instinct of an empath to make someone uncomfortable or make them feel bad. Even if it means that we're not saying something we really, really, really want to say. And when we suppress that instinct that if somebody has either been foolish or hurtful or, or, just, you know, said something that they really shouldn't have said or really shouldn't have done, we have a tendency to give them the benefit of the doubt when we're with them. And we will sort of, you know, diminish the the effects of it. Well, you know, that's just them and they didn't mean it. And, you know, that's okay. Oh, hello. <laughs> when you live in the mountains and uh, because it's a really warm day. I have the door open for, you know, Sam and Luna to kind of go in and out. So you may end up hearing, you know, the sounds of the woods like that. So, but we will carry on. Anyway, um, the idea that we will diminish what it is that somebody else says or does until we're away from them. And then it's something that just sort of keeps at us and it's one of those things that you loop over in your head and all the things well I I should have said this and I should have said that and boy you know this is what I should have done and sometimes we even get a little angry at ourselves and put ourselves down because of the fact that you know we didn't speak our truth and we didn't speak up so you know having that tug of war 
that's going on inside us at any given moment. Because even when we're in that moment, when empathy is saying, don't rock the boat, don't upset them, don't say anything. And then there's that other part of us going, you know, straining, saying, you know, it's like, let me loose, let me loose. You know, I want to tell them off. And we have to go through that tug of war quite a bit. And I wanted to just kind of share that, or at least propose the idea for you to consider that it doesn't have to be all of one and none of the other. Now, we can use our empathy to not take it so personally and to see the other person's point of view. And um, let's say someone makes a comment that you would consider you know, just generally inappropriate and, or, you know, they, and they kind of aim it at you and the empath will automatically go into, okay, don't make a fuss, you know, just chill out. And, you know, they probably didn't mean it that way and make excuses for them and find reasons to side with that person before they've even said anything. So, you know, when we have that part of ourselves that's saying, you know what, that's not appropriate. I didn't like it. That hurt my feelings. So what we can do is we can utilize our empathy to go, okay, let's take a moment and take a breath. You know, we, we don't have to let anger kind of, you know, unleash the dogs of war on this person immediately. We can use empathy to go, okay, you know, Let's, let's not, you know, jump into attacking. Let's not jump on them, but let's take a pause and then kind of, you know, let all the other, all the other aspects of your inner counsel. You know, when I talk about that inner counsel in your head, your, your anger, your love, your compassion, your highest self, your lowest self, you know, and all these pieces of your personality are all sitting at that table and anger's response when somebody does something that's hurtful is, you know, let's go at them. Let's, let's attack. And fear is saying, well, I don't know, you know, there could be risks to this and, you know, and, you know, we don't want to get into trouble. And empathy is going, no, we need to be compassionate. We need to be kind. We need to, we, you know, we understand them and maybe they're right. And, you know, and we're resonating with them. So maybe they're right in what they said. So we can kind of allow empathy to slow things down enough to where the rest of our council can catch up with anger and go, oh, okay, we've got a situation here, you know, compassion. What do you say? It's like, well, we need to, we need to be safe. We need to feel for ourselves, but we don't need to attack. And if we do need to respond, let's not have it be more than what it needs to be. And, you know, our higher self would probably say, it's like, you know, you know, in the big scheme of things, is this really that important? And, you know, so we need to, we need to kind of have a moment to take a breath and empathy can give us that. Then, when you have had a chance to go, wow, this is a thing, this really happened, they really said this, you can, after that pause, very calmly go, you know what, um, that was not a cool thing to say. And while I'm sure you did not mean to be hurtful, you were. And this is a problem. So how are we going to solve this problem? How are we going to resolve it? 
So it's not that we have to shut off empathy completely in order to avoid, you know, that inner fight. Because the thing is, if we don't speak out, if we don't say anything, and if we totally just kind of, well, you know, we need to resonate with them and, you know, and they must have had a good reason for saying it. And maybe we start to believe that. But then there's that other part of us is saying, you know, heck no, that's not okay. That conflict is all inward. That's all internal. And we're the ones who deal with the consequences of it, the discomfort of it. Especially when, you know, you spend the rest of the evening, you know, stomping around your house and you're not able to sleep that night because you're so aggravated that you didn't say something that you really wanted to say. So let empathy give you a pause. Let empathy go, oh, okay. Um, you know, because if the, sometimes people can say hurtful things, but there's truth in it. Empathy wants to look for the truth in that and to give the benefit of the doubt. So, you know, we can, you know, step into that, take a, take a second and go, okay, is there any truth in that statement? Which is a good thing to do when you have a conflict, when somebody says something that upsets you. The first thing you should ask yourself is, is there any truth in that? And be very honest with it. And if there's not, then it's like, okay, how do we want to respond? You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, just you know, raining down, you know, expletives and, and obscenities and, you know, and, and harsh language. And, you know, cause see, that's the other place that, you know, when anger overrides empathy, you know, you have the empathic sense of what is most vulnerable in that person. And then you go after it. You know, it's like, it's like that, you know, everything has light and shadow and so does empathy. And part of empathy's shadow is when we become codependent. And the other part of the shadow of empathy is when it can be used as a weapon. And we instinctively know what that person's weak points are. And we go after them. And, you know, it, it's, it's sort of a balancing act. So if we don't let anger escalate, then we don't end up going off the deep end and doing things that probably are not right for us to be able to do, especially with something that is such a special gift. So um, keep that in mind that you don't have to automatically, you know, condone what somebody says if it's hurtful. You don't even have to agree with it. You don't have to take that on. And you don't have to, you know, just overreact instantly. You can find that balance between the two. Let the empathic side of you say, okay, let's, let's give this a pause. Let's consider this, you know, maybe the person is a friend and, you know, kind of out of the left field, something nasty comes out or it could be a family member or you know, empathy wants there to be resolution. Empathy wants there to be balance. So we can achieve that without letting anger go crazy or undercutting it. Because unless we can find that equal balance of it, it just becomes tug of war. So consider that next time you have a conflict with somebody. Consider that if somebody says something to you that is very, very, very um, triggering to you and is hurtful to you, 
it's okay to let them know. And you can do it in a balanced way, still honoring your, you know, your sense of self and honoring your empathic instincts. And if you, you know, if you're not sure about how to manage that, or if you have a particular situation that is difficult for you, then please contact me and I'll be happy to address your particular circumstances. So thank you for joining me. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please leave them in the comments section. Uh, those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio can uh, leave them in your comment section. And you can also follow the link that's in the description to the YouTube page. And I hope you have a chance to visit that. If you would like to connect with me, you can do so by following me on Twitter. You can connect with my Facebook group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. And you can also uh, contact me through the email address that is in the description. And if you like this video, please press like and consider subscribing. Right now, about 25% of the people who watch my videos are not subscribed. So, you know, for those of you who are, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. And if you aren't, please consider subscribing. And if you know any empaths that would benefit from some of this, consider sharing the video. So, again, thank you for joining me. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you and see you next time. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.